Grain. I always wear this bucket hat when I'm directing. Discord. James Gray sucks. Rub Vaseline on a lens. Spike Jones sucks bad. As a filmmaker, he is nothing. N a zero. He's a, a pig piece of shit. These guys are liberal filmmakers. They cannot be trusted. We are watching Mean Girls. Instagram. Every step is moving me up. Get me brackage. Let the creative people talk to the money people. You are a creative. We get it. Never make a movie. Fassbender. Podcast. Patreon. I, I'm crazy about sound. Josh Sapke. What, no Q&A? Spike Jones sucks bad. Why do we have to see his that, fucking name in the movie? I don't make movies, I make films. Gritty New York City. And you'll never make it in this business. I was right. obsessed with trash. The movie's trash, you know? This is a film. Joe Schmo did the fucking food. Every step is moving me up. I go mentally ill. Rogue Packer. Every step is moving, moving me up. M. Night Shyamalan. Moving me up. Well, Steven Soderbergh sucks anyway. Wes Anderson sucks. Wes Anderson. Every step. If your agent calls me in any way whatsoever, you're fired from the film. We got Ion Pack. We got uh, Tony Hawk is in the house. I'm my fucking line producer, trust fund, baby. Doritos bags look mad different. Anything by Cassavetes. Final Cut Pro. We love the Ion Pack. Rub Vaseline on the There's lid. a whole group of guys who pretend to be making special films. But it's time to admit you are a fan of the Iron Pack. This is how we walk on the moon. This is how we walk on the moon. What the fuck is really good? All right, you already know what it is. We're back. We're sitting down to do a solo for the first time in a while because what? we've been quite busy. What the fuck is really good, everybody? <laughs> Get it off your chest, Birdman. Well, we had a great month. We really did. We really, really did. A beautiful month. The second coming of Julyanized <laughs> was a film shoot from writer-director Peter Vack. And it was... It, it was genuinely an amazing experience. It was. It is being eclipsed now by a very different sort of feeling, but we'll get to that in a moment. Mm -hmm. We should give big shouts to all the positive energy that that was inhabiting every single day of the month. 12 hours a day. Exactly. Over at the Darrell Roth Theater in Union Square. And a little bit of negative energy that happened for 30 minutes of this long, long month seems to be eclipsing everything else which is just where we are and i think that's all right i think it's interesting um it's actually hard for me to pod right now because i feel similarly to the way that i felt that day same. in the room same i know we were this is maybe the first time we've ever had a comp like we just had like a half hour conversation before starting the pod which we almost never do yeah which i also think is interesting yeah it's like are we second guessing ourselves too much are we thinking too much we should just say how we feel um, but before we say how we feel, um, I just want to give big shouts to everybody involved with that movie because regardless of what's going on right now, um, I've been on a lot of different film sets in my life and I've truly never seen one work quite as well and as beautifully and as harmoniously as that one. Yeah. And a lot of people, and I haven't been on many film sets or at least for very long. Um, but a lot of people working on this movie have on that's all they do and uh they seem to have pretty much the universal take that i've heard from everyone is that this was one of the best and most unique film set experiences i've ever had most fun most memorable most legendary 
Yep. I mean, definitely legendary now. Um, yeah. But even before all of this shit, it was it, it was legendary before. Like yep. everyone was taking this one to the grave. It was it was truly a special film experience. It was. Um, Big shouts to Betsy Brown. The biggest. Yeah, I mean the level of uh, performance and talent that was at play every day was. I mean, like we've 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 fucked with like indie movie shit, but the level that Peter and Betsy were bringing every mm-hmm. day on set was was pro level shit. Oh yeah. I mean, I was sort of shocked. Same. And I think it's worth setting up maybe what we're going to talk about with that in mind because I think two they're two of the most talented professional people, inspiring people that I've ever come across. They're I agree. Two of the first people we ever met through this Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember seeing the like Kickstarter for what was to become actors, and I was just like, these people are like doing the next shit. Yep. Which brings us to today. Which brings us to today. I mean, uh, uh, l- let me just preface this with saying, um, I I have no interest in being defensive. There's clearly a lot of people who want some kind of enemy and who want to hate. And that's I'm, I understand that I'm not going to change that. And that's okay. But if people want to not fuck with us, I don't want it to be because of things that aren't true. So that's really all I'm interested in talking yeah, about. Yeah, we just got to set the record straight or at least give our own perspective. We are definitely entering like a Rashomon level, like this person's perspective, this other person's perspective from the audience, like this right. person's perspective who well, wasn't there. And let me also... Many people's perspective who definitely weren't there. Right, but so that's another thing I want to say. Of course, anyone's perspective on this event uh, is subjective. And it's also valid. Of course. Everything I've read about what happened on day two of our extras extravaganza, mm-hmm. Peter Vax Cinematic Universe Ionized, which we always knew was going to go down in the books. Yep. We just didn't know it was going to get documented quite so quickly. Actually, we did. Yeah, I guess we kind of did. Um, but I just really didn't think it would be with the, the quite the level of venom it was uh, documented with. Um, but well, I, I, I guess I want to say, uh, yes, everyone's perspective is subjective and that's valid and I'm not saying that people aren't allowed to feel how they feel of course they are but there are certain things that are objective and yeah the fact that we're not fascists is just objectively true the the one thing I the first thing I said in the discord which I was trying to have be my only comment until we potted um, but I do still feel this way is that it is truly incredible that what happened on that day we have in the can yeah that's like true. the fact that we actually do have a recording of what transpired mm-hmm. is pretty special. Um, and I think in a way, you know, as, as devilish or, you know, manipulative as it's been portrayed online, um, I think is a success and is um, sort of a, a triumph of what happened that day. Totally. And it was actually something that Eugene said as he walked out because, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I mean, that particular moment of that day of extras was difficult to sit through. And, I was there shit. was a bad bad there feeling was just a bad room. feeling in the room um and Eugene was was headed out and I didn't I didn't exactly apologize but I was sort of like checking in on him I was like yo you all good kind of thing mm-hmm. I mean that shows where I was at because yeah. for me to ask yeah. Eugene how he's doing or to check in that he's all good um shows how you know extreme the feeling was um because usually Eugene's fine um <laughs> But he said something interesting, which I thought was really true and really valuable to me in that moment, which was that, you know, yes, he was like, you know, yesterday (laughs) may have felt like it was amazing, but a lot of that footage might be crap. He was like, and this felt really bad, but this might be the stuff you end up using in the movie. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, you know what? Facts, Eugene. Because the way that you feel in the moment, you know, there is something objective that happened that uh, emotions kind of can distort. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, but yeah, the feeling was bad. I remember when I walked, uh, backstage afterwards, everyone else kind of <laughs> put their hand on my shoulder being like, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I also does. I do think speaks to like Peter's directing style or power is that, you know, I think the first day I wasn't in the room so much with, you know, the, 
I mean, we should give some context. Basically, there's a mm-hmm. scene which is supposed to be sort of a physical manifestation of an online, you know, message board, for, Chan board, Discord, yeah. YouTube's comment section. You know, sort of the, one of the uglier place parts of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of a seedy corner that people engage with, but sort of in like the lowest IQ and like least funny way possible. I mean, sometimes funny, occasionally brilliant. Yep. Sometimes you find that YouTube comment where it's like, wow, this guy is laying down yeah. beautiful facts. And a lot of times, even if it's ugly, it can start ugly and end up somewhere not so ugly. But at the very least, and vice versa. at the very least, it's interesting. And like yeah. everybody, everybody looks right. And the thing that was interesting about the dynamic of filming the crowd trying to represent a comment section, message board, etc., is that the way people were incentivized to be uh, inflammatory, or not even inflammatory, but just um, provocative. Provocative, yeah. exactly. Trying to perform for the camera gave them a similar incentive that being noticed online gives you. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's how Peter was playing it directorially. No, yeah, and I and I saw that because I think when I first stepped into the room, I was like, "Whoa, I can't be in here for two. like." I was there for like five minutes, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this feels caustic." But I kind of walked away from it. And I was like, "Oh, th- that's interesting. I guess that's that's like what he's trying to do." Like everybody in the room is sort of replicating this experience, which is sort of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know, Betsy went through the ringer acting in this movie, and she seemed sort of perpetually uncomfortable. Right. But whenever I would check in on her. You know, even though it's like it's not comfortable to be uncomfortable all day, it, it felt like there was this like invisible understanding that like this is where I'm supposed to be in for this character. This is where I'm I'm supposed to be feeling the sort of like friction and pain to do what the movie needs me to do. Yep. Um, and I think maybe something that got lost in translation for me until I kind of reconciled with it was just that like oh this is this is supposed to ha- this is supposed to be happening and this is sort of by design. Um, so then when we joined the room on the second day, I sort of was, was primed for what was to come. The stakes were, were raised several levels higher because we invited more and more characters into this sort of elite troll section. Yeah. One, one of whom was Crumps. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of a last minute addition. Like I, I, kind well, of I guess w- Peter had, had talked to him about it a while before. So but, P- yeah, Peter yeah. had maybe made a casting choice, but you, you were, you reinforced it. Obviously it's like. When we're trying to represent the internet and there are characters who have louder or more interesting voices, like obviously we were inviting everybody, especially people we don't agree with. Exactly. And that's because I think what Peter wanted with some of the casting choices um, was just to get, uh, maybe this is the wrong word, but extreme perspectives or just yeah. perspectives from all over the place. And I don't think that he was wanted people to fight, but I, I think he wanted to spark debate and I think he wanted to spark um, some back and forths that could become a little more have a little more substance than just kind of saying uh, edgy one-liners well what he was trying to do was he was trying to capture the dissonance of the online experience rather than the harmony of it like he was like you know there's this whole conversation of like people exist in echo chambers Mm -hmm. but when you're on Twitter as we could can see from the past, you know, 48, 72 hours, or when you're on, you know, any different kind of platform, it's, it's actually not so much an echo chamber. There's a lot of, you know, discordant, just dissonance. Yeah. There's people arguing, there's people not agreeing with one another. It's, you know, this was sort of an accurate render. Like, I can't even believe yeah. how successful the prompt was realized. Yeah, exactly. Which which is very uncomfortable. Like to actually live physically inside of a space that maybe parallels that is is not fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think well, what's funny is that most of the extras who came back every day were ironically having a lot of fun. Like they kept yeah. they kept coming back. They yeah. were there for twelve hours a day. Big shouts to all of you that actually came and did that, and also big shouts to Crumps. Like he did sit through it, which I said right there. I mean, we all can, we were just like, damn, he's really doing it. Obviously, and I think maybe even he would admit to this. There's a level of opportunism in, involved with him sitting through yeah. what he sat through, just gathering yeah. information. Well, well but before we go too far from what we're talking about right now, I want to say, yes, so Crumps was one person who was invited. Another person invited was Curtis Yarvin, um, mm-hmm. who 
neither of us were very familiar with. At, or, I mean, I'm still not. Yeah, no, or just not familiar with at all. I mean, obviously, his name has come up a lot recently, um, and I knew he was this had he was this kind of like out there. Uh, right wing guy who wants like a king or something. Is, I, he, I, is he right wing? Like he wants a king. <laughs> I, I don't know. So he's like monarch. Yeah. It's, it's, he's yeah, it's, in the monarch. Yeah. It's yeah. Some kind of, I've never read anything of his. I, I really don't know. That's all, all I knew and still really all I know. All I can say is the small conversation I had with him. I was trying, I was like pitching becoming woke again to him and he was with it. Well, that was funny. When I was talking to him, he told me that he was a communist. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I, st- I knew nothing about this guy besides like his writing about like wanting a king. That's that's all I knew about him. Well, honestly. I quoted one of our earlier episodes where I said big shouts to the bull Don Lemon, and <laughs> and he was like, "That's that's the galaxy brain take." Is this that like CNN is good again? Yeah, I guess I really just thought he was some kind of just socially like, conscious and yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, Crump's style yeah, yeah, shit. I, I I which I believe in. from what <laughs> I understood of him, he was some kind of out there uh, philosopher who people found interesting because it was so out. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I actually think for a lot of people who are interested in him, at least tangential to us, that is the fascination. But I mean, I don't want to like, I don't even want to like discuss maybe even who, because I don't know. Enough no, exactly. I, I'm like not trying to do that. But what I'm trying to say is platform from what? I, yeah, from what I've who are we platform today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who are we platform today um, from what I've uh, gathered from the way what people have said to me and what people have posted online. Yeah, the conclusion a lot of people have come to is that we all teamed up with this far right guy to attack a journalist, and that is fascist. And um, we should make we should make it clear that was never anybody's intention. No, and that also is not what happened. It's also exactly. It's also not what happened. And uh, you can totally criticize the fact that he was there, and I understand that, and I'm not trying to uh, say that anyone's immune from criticism by any means. I'm just trying to say that this narrative that we teamed up with this guy to attack someone is just not true. Who we did team up with was a guy named Mike Crumps, <laughs> and <laughs> he's really helping us get the word out about this movie, yeah. and... <laughs> I've I've seen a couple people saw through us and that we, that we are just generating like the hype cycle for the yeah. next couple of years that it takes yeah. for this movie to get made uh, most. But but we also I I'm just trying to be very clear here because I my whole uh kind of beef with any of this is just that I just don't like things being misrepresented. Uh so I, I just I, I think that that's worth clearing up. Um I also think the one thing I want to say before I forget it is just that I find it fascinating that the way that I feel scrolling through all this Twitter stuff it's I mean it's a new experience for me yeah, and I think for yeah. both of us and I think it's genuinely pretty hard and like emo- it, I, emotionally charged. It was some, actually some of the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. Yeah. Because, we, it, because I've just, never really felt misrepresented before is what it is. Yeah and that's you know whatever you know that's what that's what God's given us right now so that's what we got to deal with. Yeah. Um, but we should be open about that because like man it's been a rough couple of days. I was really, really, really dark yesterday. We weren't even together yesterday, but I, I, I could sense just psychically that we were both sort of like really. I actually feel bad because I think I just dampened one of my best friend's birthday dinners by being extremely dark the whole time. Which I was not invited to. <laughs> <laughs> Big shouts to Tommy Davidson of Beach Fossils. Bruce Smear. Smear's here. Who, he was in the audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, Not that day. He was on the third day. Yeah. He had a good time. Yeah. No, but I find it fascinating that the sort of the the discomfort of scrolling and also sort of like the addiction of looking at all of it yeah, um, is something that I think parallels maybe our experience to crumps on that day. Like, because there, you know, I can, I can th- toss it aside as like, oh, he's being opportunistic. He's just getting stuff for his piece or whatever. Um, but it's also, it's like when people are talking about you, it's almost impossible to look away. It's Mm -hmm. like a Medusa thing. It's like, if you look at this thing, you'll turn to stone, but you, you, you can't not look. Right. And I think the fact that like, there's an online pile up happening in the wake of a fictionalized online pile up, but a physical manifestation of one from a movie, like the fact that the, the fact that it's circular and repeating itself is fascinating. Yeah. I, like the thing that we're experiencing is the thing that Peter exactly. wants for his movie. Exactly. It's like so psychedelic. Exactly. But the thing and the, a thing that has, was said to me multiple times as I was stupidly 
defending myself in the discord against some angry people was like, wow, you really can't take criticism. Um, I think that that's not true, but, but the reason I was getting uh, emotional in, in my uh, defense, I guess, was that it, it didn't feel like, it, it doesn't feel like real criticism if, it's, if I'm being um, ascribed some type of motive or just, or some, something that isn't true. If you, that's so, okay, if you want to look at this and say, I think what Peter was doing was not worthwhile. I think that it's that's um, fair. vapid. I think that it's immoral. All of these things are criticism. That's criticism and that's fair. And I'm happy to talk about it and give my perspective. Um, um, I think a lot of what's happening is just that there's been one major perspective that's been broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Which is also interesting because that was paralleled in the room that day. Like when somebody right. shouts like an expletive or is like taunting you know, somebody else in the room, that's what everybody's hearing in that moment. And then it becomes like, oh, everyone was saying that, but it was actually one person. Yeah. It was just like, that was yeah. the amplified voice. But, but right no, now, Crumps is the amplified voice, which yeah. is, it's just how the world it's works. It's how it works. But that, no, but, so, but that's why I want to clear up. It's, I'm, I'm ha it's a criticism. I welcome. It's great. It's what makes things, uh, it's like the point of things. I, I, if something isn't worthy of criticism, then why was it even made? Uh, totally. But when someone is, ascribing these kind of uh, malicious motives yeah. um, and, and malicious uh, ideologies that are like secretly uh, um, uh, influencing what we're trying yeah. to do. That to me isn't criticism. That's just not true. And I, I, I especially so when we really, that's why we I really, got defensive. We have, we have made a pretty concerted effort. And if you've been listening for long enough, you know, like we made it, we've made a very concerted effort to kind of stay away from politics and just talk about art and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's like, obviously a tendency, especially in criticism to want to politicize art. And obviously like there's the idea that all art is inherently political. And like, I understand that conceptually, but um, I think holding everyone to that rubric like isn't fair and also it's i mean it's just personally not how i experience art yeah exactly i that's not something i mean of course like if you're watching something that is literal p political propaganda i understand um mm -hmm. but what was going on in this movie was the the wide spectrum of opinions and thoughts yeah. from people from all over across the spectrum and, and which I, is much more interesting than having a room of people right. who all think the and same and i thing. don't want to keep harping on on yarvin but um i, I think when I was talking to people yesterday, uh, he kept coming up as this kind of gotcha to me of the fact that he was there proves the real motives or, or something like that. Uh, he was one person out of 150 people. This is literally why I dropped the picture of my parents with Biden. <laughs> <laughs> like it's time for me to come out as a liberal, as, as a libtard. Like, it just is because if you, you want to talk about my politics, it's like I've got I've got ammo against me being right wing, but um, <laughs> But I don't even, I mean, do you want to go into just like the narrative of, you know, at least our perspective of how Crumps came that day? Because I actually had it. I've I always, do. I've always been, it's funny because like we saw him out at a club, you know, a month or two ago. I'm always like really excited to see him. I'm always I, like I trying mean, to engage. I, he says, he explains in the piece too, that I was the first person to engage with him from this, yeah. from our, you know, group or whatever. Um, and I, I think his assessment of why I was interested in him is true. I, I even if I didn't agree with him, I uh, saw something that I liked in his what I thought were his motives, um, or at least something interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw someone who I thought was really trying to uh, engage with this kind of New York art and really wanted. And I thought when I first invited him to actors that he would be someone who could critically engage could critically engage exactly I and think he's a good writer I, I mean uh, this is I'm obviously biased I don't think his most recent piece is his best I think he fell into multiple traps of you know main character syndrome and right well but even with the actor's piece what I think happened is I think and I this is not what I was expecting when I first uh, reached out to him I think he just kind of off the from the jump wanted to make all of us an enemy. He wanted to show that we're some kind of 
and he says that in the actor's piece. He said he's looking yeah. for like worthwhile enemies or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't quote me, but something along those lines. And um, I, I that's not what I wanted. That's not why I invited him. Um, and we're always I, looking for understanding and some common ground or connection. Like we, some kind of connection. And even if he didn't like the movie and thought it was bad, I, that's fine too. That's what criticism's for. I, I, it, but the, I, I didn't think that I was inviting someone in who was coming in with the perspective of like, these people are my adversaries. And, uh, that's certainly not how I look at, looked at him and, or people like him or whatever. I, that's not at all that not at all. So I, I, feel, I think it does that, feel more that that way now. Exactly. I've, I've realized now that maybe that's just his perspective and that's not something that's worth trying to fight against because that's just his perspective. But that is definitely not how I thought of him, and I don't think it's how anyone in our crew really thought of him at all. Not at all. And I remember when he came down to like the production office floor uh, before we went up, um, Nick Rochefort of Million Dollar Extreme was down there, and I introduced them. I was like, this guy just wrote a great piece about if Andy Warhol was alive today, yeah. which is a piece I like. Same. Um, and I don't know. It was just everything was like, in good spirits and we yeah he told nick he was a fan <laughs> oh did he yeah is he a fan uh, i guess it's what he said i mean big shouts yeah he's funny as hell um but we all went up and i mean to everyone's credit who was getting involved in that who like maybe isn't an actor i mean myself included i think you know also watching peter teach acting in our mm -hmm. little simone actors uh studio acting class thing that we've been doing um, I've been watching sort of like how Peter engages with his art form, which I think even more so than directing is acting. And like even the, the way he engages as a director is through the lens of performance and acting. Yeah. Um, and I think something that he is very interested in is creating discomfort to open a door towards right. purity and, and, and honesty. But it's also worth saying that the way people were talking in this crowd scene of representing internet comments they were acting and Forrest, AKA meme tides talks about this in his Substack uh, piece about this scene. He was also there. Everyone was playing a role. Yeah. It's, it's he's saying, which I can't lie. was confusing to me too. Exactly. On the first day when I went in, there was, or maybe I, I, I don't know if it was the first day or the second day, but there was a moment where somebody stormed out and said like, Oh, you guys are like school shooters or something. And everybody got really freaked out. And that person exited and everyone was like, oh no, like it, it went too far. Like that guy was being serious. And then we caught up with the guy outside and was like, no, I was like in character. I was like doing yeah. the, I was doing the bit. And I was like, whoa, these people are next level. Uh, yeah. These yeah. people are really going for it. Right. Which was real, also really inspiring that Peter could like get everybody on that level. But to, to everyone's credit, it was definitely confusing because it was like, is this really happening or not? Exactly. Um, Which is good directing. Exactly. And, and people did, but, but there, yes. And there was something that shifted at some point in the crumps argument. Okay. First of all, I want to say the whole crumps thing was uh, when it was actually bad was maybe like 30 minutes. Oh, I think it was literally five minutes. The, the, the thing that has sort of been inflammatory and sort of like exacerbated online is this like, ritualistic pile on of right. like criti everybody criticizing crumps the the initial prompt was when they called action peter said you know crumps uh what is fascism what well, to somebody who doesn't have like an mfa just like describe mm -hmm. fascism uh to this group of people um which he failed to do uh miserably because i still to, yeah. to this day don't I don't understand the framework with which he sees yeah, all of this he, art. As well, he gave fascist. he gave a, a you know a long winded explanation that, and in his piece he does too that you could pick apart and and maybe understand on its own terms. But how that's fascism, I still don't I'm not think even calling it words out. I, I actually don't think he's really engaged with the question. Uh, that much. I agree. I've read the piece. I listened to what he said that day. We have the footage. I don't know what he means. Yeah, or I don't understand how what he means is fascism. And not to make it about actors again, but I also didn't understand the critique of this movie is transphobic. I think there, these are like labels that mm -hmm. people cling to because in this, you know, in this pursuit of like allyship or something rather than actual yeah. critique. It's like if you think that there were visuals in the movie that 
represented that label then talk about those but oh he always sort of fails to actually critically engage those things like artistic creative performance choices and and creative elements that actually speak to what his critique is yeah it's never there so because that's kind of what i was getting to and i do think these two things are worth clearing up um yeah the the entire part with crumps that got really dark was very short this was a short part of a long day of a month long of long days. This was not the movie. This was not the point of the whole scene. This was scene. day 20 of a 21, yes. 22 day shoot. And uh, he, he mentions that someone when he's defending, uh, yeah, the obvious. Okay. The conversation went to transphobia at some point and uh, Crump's was talking about this kind of obligation to defend um, trans people and, and just, uh, you know, marginalized people, et cetera, something like that. And someone asked him, what are you a tranny chasers? Or, and, and, uh, some people laughed and he mentions that in the piece. And I, that was a, that was something that some people got mad at. What he failed to mention was the person who asked him if he was a tranny chaser was a trans woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Make of that what you will. Not that that makes it yeah, okay not, or whatever, yeah. but it was in the spirit I of we're in the online message board and exactly. there's a literal trans person asking the question. And, and you know, you can still think that that's like a, a bad thing to say and like people shouldn't have laughed at it. Uh, which I actually, of course, which I actually kind of believe like it was uh, in, sure. We sure, were sure, doing sure. like the, the scene was an ugly, it's an ugly scene on purpose and it's, it's tough to sit yeah. through, but he did and everyone else did. But I, I just think that that context is worthy of no, of absolu- absolutely. And then he mentions when someone, hey, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> then he mentions when someone tells him to kill himself, which also happened and it was, it was malicious. It was not like in a jesty no, that way. Was, that was the low but point for me. The other thing he didn't mention is that is actually where it shifted. Everyone in the room. I, I was the mo- the biggest rise out of anyone that I of everyone that I had seen all day. Someone everyone said was that like, no, him, no, no, including Peter, including even people on set like yeah, including us, at, at, but everyone, everyone jumped up and was like, no, 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 no. no. That was the one moment that the entire yeah. room broke from the trans. Everyone were in the scene. Yes. Everyone really realized then like, no, 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 no. This has gone too far. Yeah. And it and, did. And it, and and at it that just point, was it had. instantly shut down. It was instantly shut down. And that's when it switched to like this kind of positivity kumbaya part that he also mentions in the article. And I actually, no, I thought it was fucked up that the person said like I, I, it was, it felt very per- bad. When even he said to that. that person's credit though. People say that online. Exactly. It's part of the scene. Exactly. It's like if, if we have movies that are representing people like murdering each other, it's like this is like talking about like shit talking online. It's like, yeah, movies are movies. It's fiction. Yeah, right. And that's the thing. Maybe this guy, that guy was in character. That was part of everyone is in character when they're faced with this camera and they're faced with this incentive to perform. But it was shut down immediately. There wasn't even a beat. It was like the entire room was like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Um, well, what's interesting is that crumps criticizes that this positive kumbaya moment which also was difficult for me to sit through as well totally. because i i felt that a lot of it maybe was superficial or just mm-hmm. like in reaction to what was just ha- it actually felt faker in a way than totally some of the malice totally but that being said for him to criticize that when it was like there, there actually was a genuine outreach i mean that period of time lasted exponentially longer yeah than like, the bad part. Like, not even close. And and the thing was, a lot of those people were saying things, yeah, like you said, that were maybe superficial, or people started to talk in this really positive way, but then they ended up not really having anything to say. They kind of, like, started talking before they really knew what to say. And, and a lot of people were like, this has been the most beautiful experience of my life. Like, they were, yeah. the people were being, like, very hyperbolic, but, it, it, I mean, that was... But I think the, even the people without things to say, like, there was this real desire of just realizing, like wow, we, this got ugly. Like that's, this is not good. This is not good. That feeling was extremely palpable throughout. And then this the is when, room. this is when crumb started digging his heels in and kind of got like a sniveling, like you people are disgusting. Like he just, he went into full, like evil, like you don't even know what I'm going to write about you. Like the, the, this yeah. is, he was just, he, like he was actually sort of speechless. We, he was called on to speak a, a few more times and he was like, you people are disgusting. Like this is, this is literally the most insane shit I've ever been a part of. Yeah. And, and, um, I, you know, I'm not, which I felt bad for him. I'm yeah, not even roasting I mean, him. I was exa- just like, yeah, as I'm saying, I'm not inval- I don't want to invalidate how he felt because I'm sure it felt bad. Uh, and I do admire the fact that he didn't walk out. I definitely would have. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's the thing is I I would have. I mean, he he really is a trooper for his story in the sense that he did sit it out and it wasn't comfortable to sit there. I actually found the positive part more difficult to sit yeah. through than the negative but part. But also around this time, Pete, but it's because I knew that it would. I knew that that part wouldn't make the movie. Yeah, because I was like, this is not what the scene is. Um, and, and this is also the time when Peter called on. Uh, us to talk and crumbs mentions this in the article and says he appreciated it and i appreciate that he appreciated it because i meant it um i said i don't remember exactly what i said but it was something to the effect of uh i think crumbs is upset about um uh things very real things like transphobia uh about kind of what he sees as harmful ideology like infecting art which is important which he does say he thinks art is important, which of course I agree, couldn't agree with anything more than that. And he thinks there's like harmful ideology, which affects people in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks that there, maybe he thinks that there's pe- like even not engaging with uh, class consciousness and leftism within art is, it, it, it's part of some kind of nihilism or some kind of apathy that he thinks is dangerous. Things like this. I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but that's kind of what I interpret him as being concerned and wanting to fight against these very real things which and i don't disagree with him about of course all. that's what i'm saying yeah. and i think that he, i don't think all art needs to be class con- i mean uh, of you course can be i don't class either. conscious a person but art itself rec- being required to be class conscious is very limiting and yeah censoring i think and and i think that and what i mentioned earlier of a, when i i didn't think this when i first reached out to him but what i started to think was that he wanted to he saw our whole group as being representatives of this of of some of these things that he that he really thinks are are bad and and cares about and uh he is just engaging with all of us from the perspective of us representing these things and and i think that that limits his perspective because i think it's not true um well, the thing that limits his perspective more than anything was that he did come into the room that day to gather information to support a cemented idea of who he was engaging with. Yeah. Like he, he was, he doesn't, he, he, I, I genuinely don't think that he engages with things very openly. And I've had friends like this yeah, throughout sure. my life who have made up their minds about what their narrative of right is about the things but, that they hate or crit- or don't think are valid. But what, but then what I said after that was, I think the way that this has turned as a lot of people are, treating him the same way they're seeing him as like a manifestation the word peter used was effigy uh of like a um an anti-art attitude someone who wants to censor someone who wants to just prescribe nefarious meaning onto honest expression um and uh they attacked him as that effigy and i think that that's that happened i think that's true no, that is true. And I think, you know, there there's a confusion of, you know, is this for the movie or are we just doing this? Are we having a public roast session? And we should make it clear that there was no intent. The only intention of inviting Crumps was to have a critic or like sort of a counterpoint in the room. To be, so it was not an echo chamber. There was right. no idea of like, we're going to get Crumps in here and humiliate him. Of course. Also, and he could have obviously easily avoided that by walking out, but he didn't, which I respect. I, I very much respect. But so now that brings us to the fact that Peter brought up uh, this real life review he did of actors Um and you know the way it's been spun we, online well, is we should, like wait, b- before we we should we should um, acknowledge that Peter as director was not happy with the material that was coming from those few hours. Yes, and he did say that he's like, you guys are disappointing me. This isn't very good. Yeah, that I, that's the, the thing. first that, maybe the only time on set that I heard him say that th- there was that that contributed to the mood was the fact that people were saying kind of edgelord stuff. It wasn't funny. It wasn't insightful. And even Eugene we said, getting good stuff. Yeah. Why, why do people immediate, like the lowest form of conversation and the lowest form of group think is everybody immediately going to slurs and talking about fascism. And, Which and I was making like, Nazi jokes and the only like thing that. I said in the room that day was I was like I agree with Eugene. It's sort of like I mean that w- it was an accurate thing that happens online and in groups of people, but we really watched it happen. It just that's what and, it, yeah. immediately people grabbed onto T- that totally stuff. and and. I think a lot of people, if not all people, felt that frustration, and I think that kind of added to the dark uh, yeah. energy in the room leading up to before this this happened. And yeah, so when Peter got personal and brought up the review of actors, um, 
I think it's totally valid to say that that was, uh, you know, a, in poor taste or, or, no, or to Peter's and to Peter's credit within a three minute time span. Yeah. Did Peter turn around and say, I'm sorry, that was a devilish impulse. Yeah, but I'm which I respect the fact that he immediately sort of and like I, was yeah, self self reflective about that because I was like, oh, now this is getting masturbatory. But however, I think maybe whatever he said w- may create a meta moment for the movie that I mean, all of these movies are connected from assholes to actors mm-hmm. to now Rachel Ormont.com. They like, I mean, especially between actors and, and Rachel, like actors literally references the, the potent, the idea of this movie and for there to be some sort of commentary from the movie's greatest critic in this within the movie is possibly very compelling. So I don't think it was an entirely self indulgent because in the moment I was like, this is so self indulgent and masturbatory, but actually that was one of the things I walked away from being like that actually could be interesting. And it's, it's, I, you know, and I, I respect the fact that he said it was a devilish impulse because I think maybe it was, but that sort of meta engagement is something that obviously we are interested and excited by like yeah. between Cave, you know, Ross McElway fucking, you mm-hmm. know, Josh Harris. It's like, they're just, it's th- that sort of thing is interesting. And also to literally in directly engage with your greatest critic on camera is like, yeah. I mean, come on, that's heat. Yeah, I know. Um, and, uh, again, I'm going to repeat myself, but if you, okay, having heard it from this perspective, if you think that this was, um, I don't know, cruel, or if you just think it was stupid, or if you think it was just not worthwhile for whatever reason, um, or, or it, it wasn't like respecting the act or something like that, that's valid. That's criticism. And that's, you know, of course you can think that and and you can hate all of us and i'm not saying i'm not getting emotionally defensive about that that's valid criticism the part that was so frustrating to me was just spinning an ideology and a motive that wasn't there and um uh, if you want to still say it's there then i'm there's nothing i can say all we can do is say our piece yeah we were helping our friend make his movie i mean the only personal critique that i would give peter is just that i think that not everybody is immediately ready to take on the role of actor myself included because yeah, that was right. something i was feeling i was like sort of thrown in there and i was like whoa this is i'm really glad we had pressure. our masks on <laughs> no me too i mean we were it was us <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god can we like say it was somebody else putting on the mask and not us if we would get like super canceled but mm. um, <laughs> no but just like i think that there was like a and you know it's part of just like working a 12 hour film shoot day but there was like a roughness about like all right we're going to get everybody in there and everybody's going to be on the spot and i think that's that's a that's a language that uh peter and his sister know quite well and even is caustic for them but i think that you know when you get a room of people obviously like chaos will ensue like it was not boring like everyone was grappling with a lot of pressure and it was i mean i think i had here here's something i should say i actually think and this is not to make it about myself. I think I probably had a harder time with it than Crumps did because yeah. from what I hear, I mean, also that was a, that was something erroneous in his article was he said that like he saw both of us talking to Peter and Betsy's parents afterwards. I dipped. I dipped True. immediately afterward. I did not speak to anyone. I, I was talking to them. And, no, but, and also what he said in his article, and Dasha told me this as well, is that he was outside with Dasha afterward and he was giggling, laughing, still hanging out. I actually had a tough time. Like I, I was emotionally like extremely overwhelmed by that experience. And, I know. And, and I really wanted to set. talk to him. I'll say this. He came up to me when I was with uh, Peter and Betsy's parents and a couple other people. And he was like, Curtis, man. And I could tell he was about to like in a light hearted way, but just like, like his vibe was like, wow, let's talk about that. And I really wanted to, but as soon as that happened, a bunch of people approached him, yeah, um, saying like that they respected that he stuck around and all this kind of stuff. And he started talking to them, and then he said he was going to go to the bathroom and he would be right back. And then he never came back, and that's I, that's fine. I get it, but I did really want to talk to him afterwards. I did, but I was like, I was literally like emotionally incapable of engaging any sort of conversation afterward, which I think speaks to the power of what happened there, and also obviously the discomfort, but. 
I mean, I, I don't, I mean, do with that what you will, but like, you know, Crumps was able to kind of continue to hang out and laugh afterward, and I had to dip. Right. And I'm sorry if it's annoying that I'm like overly clarifying everything, but I just, in the spirit of feeling misinterpreted, I'm trying to just be very, very clear. I should say that we had a conversation before this that's like, uh, because I kind of didn't want to engage with this stuff at all, and I appreciate that you are clarifying because I was not going to do what you're. I'm not. I'm not criticizing it. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. I just there. I don't have the, the capacity to engage with. I just think that when you give things energy at all, it just makes them exist more, and it makes it inflates the no, balloon. Totally, totally, totally. But what? So I'll two things then. So yeah, what I want to clarify is I'm not. Neither one of us is saying that Crumps is. Uh, lying or um, trying to paint something that didn't happen. The way he felt, the way he writes about having felt in the experience, of course, I believe that that's how he felt and that's totally valid. I'm not saying he's lying or anything like that. I'm just giving context from another perspective. And like I said in the beginning, all perspectives uh, are subjective and come from emotion. That's cetera, what I meant when I said it's it's a fiction and he knows that. Like I think he is somebody who characterized in the room. And by the way, before the pylon happened, Crumps was being appropriately very antagonistic towards the room. Yeah, but that was all. That like, was the prompt. He was incentivized to do so. Exactly. That was the that point was, of what we were doing. That was the point of it. Yes. Um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> um, and and uh, I guess oh the second thing I was going to say is w yeah. So when I was arguing with people in the Discord yesterday and just looking at Twitter comments and stuff. Um, oh, I remembered. I, you know, obviously, I guess in an abstract way, I would say if something like this happens, just like if it's not true, don't engage it. There's there's no point. And uh, I understand that there's a lot of people who, well, first of all, they won't even listen to this. And but they, I that's can't, what I was saying. I was like, I don't think the people who I are can't gonna... change their mind or anything. But even talking to people who do listen to us, who were upset by the article, I did feel like okay, we I we owe it to them to yeah. explain and. I just, yeah, I really we don't. We got comments from enough people that I was like, all right, we'll, we'll engage. I, I just, I also just had this existential moment of like, damn, where, how has my life gotten to this point where there's now people, tons of people online who think that I teamed up with some like far right uh, <laughs> philosopher to like attack a We're critic. We're just trying to do like Jay-Z <laughs> memorial shit. <laughs> I just like, was like, simple guys. I was like, no, you know what? I, I just want to, uh, if you still want to hate us after this, of course, that's fine. Or, but I'm not, I'm not trying to like argue this to, to death, but uh, I just was like, you know what? I don't want people to think this about me. I want to at least have the chance to explain my position. And no, um, I, I, if you still want to be mad about it, uh, that's also fair. And I, fine. I value that you wanted to engage with that. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know if we have that power, but you know, maybe it'll spread to a few people. But what I was going to say about Crumps is just like when I said that what he wrote was a fiction. I think he might even agree with that because. In the same way that we are telling our fiction, like the subjective point of view is the is the root and the seed of what fiction is. Mm -hmm. Everybody's personal life experience is a fiction. And there is no objective. The, only, the, the closest thing we have to an objective truth about what happened in the room um, is on the camera, yep. I think. And that does exist. Like there is, the drives are sitting right next to us. Um, and we're going to drop it tomorrow at <laughs> on Patreon. And we got it in all in one shot, everybody. Um, it was all in one shot. Um, no, but I think, I just think that the trouble that I had in general with his fiction is that I think that there is a general maybe mean-spiritedness or martyrdom to what he's engaging with um, in a way that I personally just would never do. Like I, I, I guess I'm maybe not critical enough of, of stuff in general, but... Yeah. I, I got the sense, especially from reading the opening paragraph, that it was like, you know, the most vile or disgusting, whatever. Um, I just think that to to say that about something that you didn't walk out on and that you were kind of like palling around and hanging out and like giggling about afterward, I just, I, I think it's a little disingenuous. And I think the kumbaya moment, um, I think there was a genuine sentiment towards understanding or niceness or speaking from the heart like peter kept saying just just say something not he, he was begging crumps to say something nice mm -hmm. while a lot of people were sharing nice things it was a nice positive moment which in of itself can be nauseating but he he was incapable of doing it yeah and this is a boring thing so maybe it's not even worth talking about too much but 
he does say something in the piece about actors had no there's no the theater had no business showing that movie um that's the attitude that I don't understand. I don't think that Crumps has no business in writing any of this no, stuff. No, he should write it. Uh, or, or anyone. You know, I don't people even are think... People like, well, his shit's blowing up. It seems like a lot of people disagree with you, dude. And I'm like, no, he should write his stuff and yeah. it should blow up. I, and He should do that. That's and also great. the fact that he's doing it independently... Uh, it's cool. Mirrors how, mirrors how we came up. And I, I think that's amazing. I think that's like the good that the internet can do. We would never try and fuck somebody's money up. Yeah. And um, and <laughs> and I I think that um, even people writing these comments online, it's not that they have no business writing those comments or anything. Like I think anybody no, should say what they want. But I, I I I just I I was very hurt being misrepresented in this way. Um, th- that's the other thing I want to touch on. Yeah, we on. got our feelings hurt. You got us there. Um, <laughs> no, I like seriously. Truly, I was yeah, like we were very bummed. very dark. Um. I've, there's a lot of stuff I'm seeing about how like, yeah, see, this is like the evil, like right wing stuff that's permeating this scene. And like, uh, Yarvin is this kind of, uh, the intellectual head of the scene and, and look at what's happening. Uh, and, and of course a lot of like, Oh, this is teal is funding all of this stuff. Of course, I, this stuff drives me nuts because it's, it's the exact same kind of like info wars, thinking that these same people criticize no that's the problem's the same on both it's, sides. it's just it really exactly is. it's just like seeing oh this person knows this person and and that i i heard that this guy funded this which means I, you know you start to see people think they're seeing these dots that they are connecting and they're even seeing this grandmaster plan and it's just not true it's just completely not true even on a basic level beyond politics or like oh I, you know we've said we did we you know peter teal is not funding us nobody's funding us you guys are funding us listening <laughs> <laughs> that's the only funding we have is packers and heads and gunners and heads um yep but the thing that i really take issue with and i think it's probably the thing that hurt our feelings the most was that you know we're we're being associated with a mischaracterized scene of mean people and i was like we're if there's one thing that i'm i feel that we're not is mean like yeah. I, I do th- not not to give ourselves a pat on the back but i i sure people who know us and a lot of the rest messages that have reached out are like we know that you guys are nice guys can you please talk about what happened there because this feel seems very outside of yes the sentiment that comes across when you guys talk and yeah i even even if we have moments of of not niceness i think we're always striving for well, love. everyone does like you know? we're Every, always striving does. for love that's not that's not unique to anyone everyone has but that's this that's what i'm always everyone has devilish impulses and I have an addiction to kind of like wanting to make these people who seem sort of doomed to, um, I don't know, being conniving or, or upset or critical of the world. Like, you know, do, you know, people who are doom pilled, I, I have this obsession with making them smile or making them laugh. And I feel like you and I both have a compulsion yeah. to like part of the reason we're like so outward, outwardly like, oh my God, it's crumps. And like giving him a big hug is because like, we, it's not because we want him to like us. It's like, I, I think that's a, that ship has maybe sailed, but <laughs> um, I just like, I want him to be happy. Yeah. And I was like, there was, and I think he's a good writer. I wouldn't have hit him up if I thought he was, if I didn't think that he was, he was good at what he did. Um, exactly. Yeah. There was a reason that we wanted him there that day. And I think in a way he kind of did give what the scene called for. And I think, you know, his piece is what it is. I, I think just the only issue I have is that, um, you know, he's, he's alienating people that he doesn't need to. Like, I think he, his critique could be less self narrativizing, less moralistic and, I don't know, just more more critical, maybe more sterile, maybe more yeah, stale. Sure. Because I think that the scene maybe does need some critique. Because that's the thing. I still have not heard from him uh, what any of us could change or a perspective that we're lacking that he could... Like, I've he says it in this kind of very broad theoretical sense, but I have not heard anything kind of like material. Well, because here's the real true true that we don't even want to engage with because it it does involve us and a lot of our friends, but... The scene is deserving of good critique because it is not perfect. Yeah, of course. And it is not, uh, you know, we're, it's not the factory. It's not, or like, that's the reason I liked his Andy Warhol thing is because I was like, and it's part of the reason I want to go see Chelsea Girls and shit. I'm like, yeah. what was, what, like, what was that stuff like? Like, was mm-hmm. that like, 
Peter and Betsy's movies? Is it like my movie or your yeah. album? You know what I mean? Like, where the, will this last? And like, will, you know, because there's a lot of comments of like, these people will never make it. They're all narcissistic. And a comment I made to my friend earlier because they were talking about like, oh, Dime Square is just about like the persona of self and it's that, you know, it's the economy of just being micro famous rather than actually creating yeah, work. Yeah. And my response to that was that's that's what the world is like now. Yeah. That's not yeah. Dime Square. That's yeah. the world. Yeah. Like post totally. the post Kardashian culture encourages that. That's not New York's fault. That's the culture's fault. Mm-hmm. That's how we operate now. And it is it is on artists to make something. That's what we've always encouraged. And, and that's all we're trying to do. That's there's all no, we're trying to no do, motive. too. There's no... Uh, I don't want to... There's none of us there's are no, interested... Like, authoritarian... Exactly. Like, interested in making <laughs> people interested in fucking... Uh, right-wing politics monarchy whatever the fuck I should also say, I don't we're think, trying to just make good work and by the way i don't think crump's piece made actors not play at the rocks yeah that's i think not, that's no, totally that's untrue. untrue that's not true um it played there a lot by the way and they all sold out <laughs> like yeah. they, there was no hindrance I, and I, we just didn't email them yeah again. <laughs> we're trying to and and uh again as forrest meme tides says the title of his piece art is hard sounds silly but it's true and sometimes things don't work. Sometimes things can get ugly. That happened here. Uh, you also have to remember that when you read books about like your favorite movies, it's like you people relish in reading about the difficult days on set and how chaotic yeah. it was. Yeah. Not saying that like we should encourage that. No, no, no. Or or but even it's just it's just what happens. It. That's the process. Like, sometimes, but that's the thing is sometimes good stuff does come from that i mean this is also a conversation i've had with myself a lot since i got sober is that like you know there was there's this idea that like from chaos and drug addiction like no good art is possible but a lot of things that i really loved came out of that there were i mean the the, a lot of good music and a lot of movies were fueled by things that i that are toxic for me totally we're toxic for them well here's my view of that and it's a complicated truth to to engage you know like how david lynch says there's like the suffocating rubber clown suit of negativity yeah 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 and he's saying people think that dark uh you know depression and and hard times and kind of uh hopelessness and drug addiction all these things there's obviously tales all the time the narrative is that fuels good art uh and lynch says that's not true you it's can't the it's, it's actually the opposite uh which i more so agree with i think the answer is somewhere in the middle the, the way it's in the middle to me is that coming out of long dark period of my life touching darkness t- exactly touching darkness kind of gives you a uh, perspective and it gives you um it gives you f- uh, perspective and fuel, I guess. It gives you uh, a sense of purpose when you come out on the other end of it. And and what you take from Touching Darkness uh, is where uh, meaningful art lies to me. So I, I agree with Lynch that you have to get out of the rubber clown suit before you can, before you can really touch greatness. Um, but... And, and so it's worth striving for. And I think people that revel in their negativity uh, for their art are, are misguided. But there is a lot to be taken from touching darkness. That's where it all comes from, really. Yeah, a life lived without contrast is not a life worth living. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I just oh. made that up, but... <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Heat. That was it. Like my life is so much richer and has so much more weight because of my dark experiences. Like uh, not much, not much is gained or learned from from a purely positive experience. And I've tried to like figure out what the greater truth is of this difficult experience. Um, and I actually don't know if we will really know what the brighter truth is until the movie is made. And that was another thing that I kind of wanted to bring up is that. And I'm so, sort of surprised that this was not a, a take that I saw online at all. But it's just that Crumps is right now criticizing something that does not exist yet. He's criticizing the experience of being on a set, which is like step one of making a movie. Yeah. Like he's criticizing art that literally doesn't exist yet and is incomplete. It's like me looking at one of his Substack drafts and being like, See, he's a communist. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like I'll let, let him finish the thing, mm-hmm. 
and I understand the experience was was difficult. It was difficult for me, but to to critically engage with the validity of what was happening that day is honestly not is not valid to me. I think it's invalid. I think it's invalid to critique the movie that doesn't hasn't been edited yet yeah yeah you can't like i've i mean i've i've seen movies go from being shot to being edited and to criticize the people involved with the movie because of you know my experience on a set for three hours one day Mm -hmm. would be invalid it would just be it'd it'd be selfish yeah yeah and you can criticize the experience itself i mean i'm i'm honestly pretty critical of it but i also don't know what the greater truth is of what lies on the tapes i've not watched right um yeah that's the thing guys there's a whole movie here this is one small part of it yeah it's gonna be so amazing this scene is sick yeah Uh, it 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 is it is and um i mean i did see it from afar with i mean because there were there were some pretty rough days for betsy where you know just the job of her performance was brutal it's a demanding performance like she was she left it all out on the floor and but what i was seeing on the monitor via peter's direction and her performance i was like oh my like she she was she was touching god with her performance like she was and and, you know peter is an actor but it felt bad for her right that's what that was such a weird dissonance for me i was like oh my god betsy are you okay but yeah yeah yeah, she had just i i watched some of the best acting of my entire life moments before sometimes performing music feels really bad for me sometimes recording music feels really bad for me uh, that it's like that's kind of part of it um it's um it kind of goes to honor's point which crumps mentions um we should say big shots to honor because honor I think, was emo- was emotionally the most open and vulnerable during this crumps moment and mm-hmm. she she was simultaneously opening up a door for understanding with crumps and also appealing to the entire room yeah which is which was not the prompt but on a human level was really beautiful yeah yeah um and that's part of what made it confusing because it was sort of like are we having a group therapy session or are we filming a movie yeah. it was psychedelic i was, was I, did, I was like what is going I've on i've never experienced anything like it it was insane it was definitely insane that's the thing people commenting on the crumps thing saying like what the fuck is good with this I mean, it, we, were whispering, we were whispering to each other. We were like, fuck this. We were like, no, this is the most amazing thing of all time. Yeah. No, fuck this. Yeah. No, Peter's the, genius. No, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before the crumbs thing happened. Um, yeah. The crumbs thing we were speechless. For. I guess we just, I know. I just, I guess, yeah, I really just want to cap all of that off with just saying, I don't know. I hope that some people who read that and weren't familiar with us and, and were kind of horrified by it or whatever, have heard this maybe not um i i hope that this gives it some kind of context that makes it more sense makes it make more sense you can see um at least the motive was wasn't uh malicious you could still obviously of course critique it and think the whole thing is bad but i just it is also worth emphasizing that it was very happenstance. Like someone on someone in our Discord was like, "I heard when Curtis suggested Crumps to Peter, and he was like, oh, fie.' And like he had already talked to Crumps. It was very sort of like casual. Well, and it, even when he brought up like, "Why did you not like my sister's movie?" While a little bit self indulgent, was sort of just like thrown out as a prompt to get a right. Conversation. That, that's what I was trying to say. Peter is an actor. He's trying to engage and provoke because he understands performance. You could say that that's the wrong way to do it, and that again, that's which valid I kind criticism. of which I kind of think it. I mean, it's maybe it's not the wrong way to do it. It's not my style, and it was sort of sure. abrasive for me to watch. I was like, oh my god, why is he doing that? But it was interesting. And and it takes a lot of courage actually to and it what but it did not come from a provocative place of like we have him here now now we're yes. gonna lynch him it was like not that, there was fascist no, there's no there's nothing fascist going on here and I, I just it's just that's just and facts. even though he did become the center of attention that day like that really was not the idea of what we were of what anyone of was doing and but again like we said. There, it was a bad day before this happened because we weren't getting good performances. We weren't getting good things. The the Crumps's Crumps uh, uh, going into this fascism and art topic was the first time people really perked up all day. Yeah, and maybe he got a bad brunt of that, but that was you know no one else was really bringing it. So that was yeah. why he became the 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 target. 
Well, I mean, to get Crumps to say directly to Betsy's face, like it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, while not critical or interesting at all, was even to his credit the prompt like he was yeah, 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 he yeah. was being prompted yeah. to say what how he felt and i guess that's how he felt yeah i um, think the criticism is lackluster but that was the point and he did at least show up for that there you go that was the first you know hour of our solo pod where we beat the fascist allegations explain what happened you can really see what's going on but more importantly we talk about RachelRamont.com, the movie we just spent the last month working on. Uh, and we got a lot more coming up. We got Nathan Fielder stuff, more that style shit in the rest of the episode, which you can only hear by going to patreon.com slash the ion pack. And you'll hear the rest and you'll hear a lot more heat episodes all the time. We go the fucking as always. You already know. Patreon.com slash the ion pack. Patreon.